Hi there, and welcome to the Oompal.com podcast. I'm Oli, and for episode 35, it is my pleasure to bring to you a chat with Steve Liskey. The following podcast is made possible by PipesAndCigars.com. Not only can you find exceptional tobaccos at PipesAndCigars.com, you can also find just the pipe you're looking for. Whether you're looking for a unique estate or maybe something brand new, check out their selection and let me know what you find. Their prices are really good, and their service is top-notch. But hey, don't take my word for it. Experience it for yourself. Maybe you're looking for just the right blend or just the right cigar. They can help with that, too. Check them out, and let me know what treasure you found over at PipesAndCigars.com. The following podcast was recorded on November 12, 2011. Sit back, grab a pipe, and stay a while. I hope you enjoy. All right, on the line with us today, we've got Mr. Steve Liskey. Steve, how you doing, buddy? Not too bad. How you doing today? Pretty good. Steve, tell us where you're at and also where we can purchase your pipes. Uh, well, currently right now, I'm living in uh, Southern California in uh, San Bernardino. And uh, my pipes, you can get them off of my website, which is uh, com, And... Uh, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Uh, there, there may potential potentially be some plans in the future to uh, sell to some distributors, but for right now, it's where you can find them. And by the way, listeners, Liskey is spelled L-I-S-K-E-Y. Is that right, Steve? Yes. Um, do you mark or grade your pipes right now? Uh, I, I, right now, I just have a stamp um, with my logo on it for now. Um, probably about the first of the year. I should be uh, putting serial numbers um, on that. Uh, and then other than that, as far as grading, it's, it's a little difficult because starting out as a new pipe maker, um, the progression is rather quick. Yeah. Uh, you tend to pick things up a little bit faster as time goes on. So I haven't started grading yet. I think it's uh, a little bit uh, – uh, it's more beneficial to uh, collectors and stuff like that to do so so you're not changing grades constantly. Yeah, definitely. And for those listening, um, I ran across Steve on Facebook somehow, and I saw his pipes, and I was like, man, this guy's making some really nice work. Let me see what, what it's all about. And I checked out his website, and I saw a poker on there with a really cool finish. What do you call that finish, by the way, that kind of unique, um, almost like a, a, a pebble leather kind of look to it? What do you call that? It's it's uh, just a, a pebble rustication that I have um, that I was doing when I first started the website. It's been a while since I've come out with uh, with any with that same finish, but uh, uh, it's just a, a pebble rustication. So I picked up one of Steve's pipes. It was a poker with this really cool pebble rustication. It's got a um, okay. It's got a really nice Cumberland stem, and so I get the pipe in the mail, and I'm just blown away. I mean, it's from from you know tip to tip it is just immaculate i mean it's just a great pipe and it smokes like a dream so i you know i'm not going to tell you what i paid for it because it was a steal um go grab this guy's pipes right now because it's ridiculous so he makes a great pipe they smoke incredibly well and he's a new pipe maker so he's incredibly affordable at the moment i mean who knows what's going to happen tomorrow or next week but uh 
snap him up while you can because let me tell you this guy's going to skyrocket out of here. Steve, tell me tell me how you got started and who your mentors were and how just how you started making pipes. Um well, I started actually uh it was probably about 19, 20 years old or so and uh it's almost almost 10 years now. Um I went out and uh bought me a, a Dr. Grabo and uh, a little bit of Burley and decided I was going to try out pipe smoking for a while. So uh, I had that for probably about a year. And uh, my roommate accidentally let the apartment on fire at the time. Oh, wow. So, I, <laughs> so uh, it, it inevitably went up in flames. It lit up a uh, a little end table we had and, and ended up melting the, the stem it was just fused together in this big mess. So uh, I went out searching for a new pipe, and uh, I came across some uh, a pipe shop that was local and went in there and found a few things that I really liked. So I, as I started going through uh, all the different shapes and stuff like that, I picked a couple out. And uh, that just kind of got me started into pipe smoking. As far as carving, um, I, I wanted more and more pipes and, you know, different shapes and stuff like that and couldn't afford it. So I decided I was going to go and try my luck at making one and uh, went and got a uh, pre-drill block and a Dremel tool and started trying to carve my own for a while out front of the house and uh, did that for oh, probably about a year. Started getting like I got a drill press and a few things and uh, that's kind of how I ended up getting started carving. From there, it just kind of took off and you get more and more involved into it. Um. As far as my mentors and stuff, I would have to say, you know, Jeff Grasick's a big one, Todd Johnson, Cornelius Manns. I think those those guys, their work's top notch and just very inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. So did you did you run into Jeff over on the West Coast? I guess. Um. I, well, what happened was when I first started, I did a lot of research on the internet, taking a look at different carvers. And uh, his was one of the first sites that I found. And uh, it was uh, definitely a, a big thing. You just kind of look at their work and go, you know, I didn't know you can do that with that material. <laughs> yeah. So that just kind of really got me inspired to, to do bigger and better things and push a little bit farther. Mm-hmm. So from there, and then we ended up meeting, um, I think, at the first West Coast Pipe Show that I went to. Mm-hmm. So, and then from there, it's, talk here and there and stuff like that very cool uh when would you say um how long ago was it that you carved your first pipe would you did you say 10 years ago or so oh it was it well from when i carved the first pipe i I think at the time i was maybe about 22 so probably about five years ago or so and what made you decide to start carving professionally like what what was the impetus to go you know what um i'm gonna go all in and, and do this for real um, I had thrown a couple on eBay just to see, you know, what people thought of them mm-hmm. and, uh, ended up selling a few of them and it paid for me to be able to buy some better tools, some more briar. And then from there, it just kind of progressed into, um, me wanting to, to build a workshop to, to build it at the, at the time, I think I was making them inside, uh, inside my room in like the corner of the room out of a little desk. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just think as I wanted more machinery, I needed, you know, a bigger space. So I built a shop and then, 
you know, just started doing that. I ended up doing a website and it just kind of, I didn't really plan for it. you. Just, I don't think you really plan to become a pipe maker. You just, you fall into it more likely. Yeah. And it just kind of got bigger and bigger. And, and then, you know, one day all of a sudden you're like, wow, Hey, you know, this is actually working out. Yeah. You start, you start getting, uh, you start getting more and more people asking and stuff like that. Um, I, I took a little break when I built the shop and I started building, you know, chairs and tables and shoe racks, just a lot of odds and ends things. And just kind of forgot about pipes for a little bit. And, uh, everybody was Googling their name at work to what came up. So I decided to do that. And it came up Steve Lisky pipe maker. So I was kind of uh, freaked out. There's another guy out there named Steve Lisky who was making pipes. So I, uh, checked it out and it was a, a website, um, called rarememories.com he does a lot of estate pipes and uh he had my name and everything um and one of my pipes that i had sold on ebay okay and then uh at that point he offered for me to go to the west coast pipe show and have a little spot on his table so i made a few pipes and uh i took them down there and from the from the point i got back that was when i really decided that i i was looking more so to do it as a business very cool how do you feel like your style has changed over time since you started? I would like to think it's gotten better. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure uh, it has. I mean, the stuff the stuff that I've seen even from from the piece that I bought to what you're what I just saw um on the site that you released a couple days ago is it's just stunning, man. I mean, you're just you're doing great stuff. Yeah, I I like to think you just, I guess you pick up more of an eye for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, you know, little things that you start looking at and paying attention to that you never saw before. Um, so I would like to say my style's changed, uh, you know, for the better, but it's more so, uh, I guess it's a cross between if you would call a, a Danish style and a, uh, an American style of pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to kind of, I guess I kind of ride the line between the two. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the most enjoyable part of pipe making to you? Um, I guess it's kind of a two-part question. Uh, one of them being uh, the best part about making pipes for me uh, would be just seeing somebody enjoy it. I think that's what I get the most gratification out of, period. But uh, as far as the whole process, I think it's just kind of the engineering and design process of it. Um, I like to uh, – when I, especially when I first started – there's a lot of reverse engineering, so you see what somebody does, and you try to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's the the enigma that is Briar, just trying to find out what's inside of it and, and what you can do with it that, that makes it uh, enjoyable. Have you ever made a pipe that was really hard to let go? I can't say that it was hard to let go, but I've made a few pieces that I really wanted for myself. Mm-hmm. Um like I said, it's, I, I get gratification off somebody using it. Um, you, you know, if I could sell my pipes without stamping them and uh, just watch people, you know, you give it to them and, and watch them smoke, it would be perfect. But uh, as it is, you know, you have to stamp them and, and get rid of them. And uh, you have to get rid of them in order to have that happen. Yeah. So I think that uh, I, I, you know, it was never really hard to let go. It's just... Uh, you know, you always make, especially when you start making different shapes or shapes you've never made before, and it comes out really nice. Things you didn't want to necessarily let go. Mm-hmm. 
Tell me about one huge pipe making success and tell me about one huge failure. Uh, see, a huge success. I would have to say um, getting to meet a lot of my customers face to face. Uh, at, you know, doing pipe shows and stuff like that. Sometimes people will come down. I think that's that's really rewarding. Uh, you know, you get to hear their thoughts about your work or uh, things that they like. You get to hear about them. So I think that that's probably the most rewarding thing. It just really opens up uh, the world at your table to be able to meet people. Um, as far as biggest failures, I would say as uh, as they start getting a little bit you know, as I start getting better and, and uh, selling more and getting more customers, it just means more time in the shop. So uh, as a failure, I think it's, it takes time away from the family. And I think that's probably the biggest, the biggest failure of all. Gotcha. Very interesting. Interesting. Um, tell me about your family. Um, uh, it's me and my, uh, my fiance, Jamie. And, uh, we live next door to, uh, her brother and uh, her brother-in-law and sister and they have their kids and she watches all the nieces and nephews every day so we have about 30 people in the house all at all times wow. so it's a, a pr pretty tight-knit family that's great that's great nothing better than family that's wonderful yep what are a few of your favorite pipes to smoke um I was given on my first show from Bruce Plum, who runs rarememories.com. Uh, he gave me a Michael Parks Cuddy um, and gifted it to me on my first show. And I think that that's probably one of my favorites. Uh, I have a few um, pieces that didn't quite make uh, my specifications in getting rid of. And so I've kept them and I, I enjoy those now and again. What particular shape of pipe do you like to smoke, and do you find yourself making that shape more than any other shape? I don't think I really have a preference for a shape, necessarily. Mm -hmm. I think it's more so what catches my eye at the time. Um, you know, I, I think when I first started out, it was definitely a blowfish. Um, I, I, I always enjoyed seeing what could be done with a block. So it's, I think that was kind of the epitome at the time, um, or at least in my mind. And so uh, I really enjoyed that shape. But since then, uh, I don't know, I, I guess I've been leaning more towards classical shapes and variations of them, billiards and things of that sort. What are some of your favorite pipe tobaccos? Well, uh, I'm lucky enough to have some very generous friends with good taste. So I get a sample. <laughs> I get a sample quite a bit of different blends. But if I had to pick a few, um, I would say uh, just about anything that, that Russ makes over at uh, Hearth at Home. Mm -hmm. I like uh, Stonehaven a lot. Um, I just recently got to try uh, Capstan, which was uh, very enjoyable. And... Uh, you know, a couple flakes here and there, um, some best brown stuff. Uh, just it, it's kind of hard to put a a finger on one, mm -hmm. but I, I enjoy. I guess it's kind of 
what the mood of the day is would determine what I smoke. What is coming up in your workshop? What's on the bench right now that you're really excited about? Um, I just, well, I'm in the process of finishing a, a bamboo piece. Um, it's more of an egg shape, but uh, straight shanked. And uh, I carved out for the little buds on the bamboo, I carved out a little small one bed of ivory. And uh, I think it's turning out rather nice. The grain's really beautiful on it. It'll be nice smooth. So uh, I should be having that done here hopefully this weekend. And uh, I'll probably end up posting some pics uh, on Facebook. I have a Facebook page and Twitter. So I'll probably be posting it on there here with probably about the beginning of next week. And also, uh, folks who are listening, not only can you check out uh, Steve's work on his page, but you can also sign up so that he will email you when he puts new stuff up. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So as I have new things for sale, um, I have a sign-up sheet on the uh, front page of my website. So if you just uh, – you can say whatever you want on there. You can uh, toss your email on there, and I'll make sure I add you. And as uh, new pipes come up, I, I always try to um, – Toss a shout out to all those guys first. If I have special deals or, um, you know, things that I'm real excited about, some information, stuff like that, um, where I'm going to be at a pipe show, I usually try to get to all those people as well. Excellent. Remind us what the address is to your website is one more time. Uh, the address is uh, com. Awesome. All right. Everybody out there listening, go check it out. Let me know what you think. Let me know once you pick one up. Tell me what you think about it. I'll tell you what I think about mine right now. It's awesome. Uh, it's fantastic poker. Matter of fact, um, I'll I'll post some pictures of it too. It's 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 stunning. It looks great. It's it's absolutely beautiful from top to bottom, and it smokes wonderful. So I'm very happy with my Steve Liskey pipe, and uh, you will be too. So check it out. Grab one. Let me know all about it. And um, Steve, buddy, thank you so much for um, taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk with us today. I really appreciate it, buddy. Not a problem. I appreciate the interview. Yeah, you bet, man. We'll talk to you soon. And that was my chat with the great American pipe carver, Steve Liskey. Do me a favor. Let me know once you pick up a piece of his and tell me how much you love it. I guarantee you, you will. Great guy. Awesome work. SteveLiskeyPipes.com. Go check it out. Remember that's spelled L-I-S-K-E-Y. This podcast was made possible by PipesAndCigars.com. You want it? They have it. New pipes, estate pipes, great tobaccos, shaving supplies, even pens. Really nice pens, which I dig. Need a good lighter? PipesAndCigars.com. Experience their awesome customer service and let me know all about it. This is Oli with Oompal.com wishing you very good luck trying to decide which Steve Liskey pipe will be next in your collection. <laughs> <laughs>